Fans, welcome to another edition of the WrestleGeddon Podcast. I just said podcast instead of podcast. Oh, Lord. Hey, it's all good. It's Friday the 13th as we're recording tonight. Episodes dropping on Saturday the 14th. Got a whole lot of killer stuff for you this week and a whole bunch of wrestling talk. So let's jump into it. I, of course, am one of your awesome hosts, Chris the Heat Matthews, joined, as always, each and every week by the Southwest Strangler himself, Garrett G. Money Mun, and the hockey mask wearing, Machete Toten, Shape of the Night, the Hardcore Holiness, the Tennessee Jesus, Carl Crossland. Fellas, what's going on? Uh, not much for me and Garrett. It's been training uh, at, our, uh, at our dojo. Doug, Doug Duggar, Brazilian Jitsu in High Point, North Carolina. At the High Point Mini Mall. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So they get a lot of action at the High Point Mini Mall. Yeah. Yeah, we get a lot of lot of action. A lot of a lot of action. <laughs> Crap. Grapple, grapple and release or grapple and wrap them or something like that, right? Grapple them and wrap them. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm glad you guys have uh, successfully reopened or that dojo has reopened. You guys are allowed to go back to training. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. You got the, uh, the redneck ninja there too with his Judy chops. No, no, man. This is jujitsu. We don't do chops. Jiu-jitsu. It's gra- mm-hmm. we're grapple. And grappling. And you got to watch that dude, though. Like, especially Garrett, if you're a pot licker. So. Garrett's like a, the master of the triangle choke. Now he can choke <laughs> out anybody. <laughs> if you don't believe choke us, out. he took out it. He took he took out his grandma this weekend at the. Family dinner, for sure. <laughs> oh, man, that's what, bit, that's what she gets for taking the last biscuit, man. Then she had the audacity to go and get the good jelly and try and put it on that fucking biscuit right in front of my face. Oh, how dare <laughs> she grab the smuckers? <laughs> fucking, I can't believe it. Oh. You don't get the smuckers. Man, that sucks. Random. Guys in your random adventures. But you know what else is random? The random band entrance theme. Let's hit it. I'm gonna have myself. Well, who knows what they got? So random. For fuck's sake. Oh, man. Sometimes I love the Randall Band entrance theme. Sometimes I hate it. This is another week that I hate it. <laughs> oh, dude, no. No, man. Joe Diffie is good, dude. Uh, I'm not a country music guy. Like, that's that's just my thing. Like, like the only country that I can really stomach to listen to is, is pretty much Garth Brooks. I can't deal with anything else. Like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> that might me. That might me. Like, yeah, I fucking. Uh, I hate metal, but the only one I can fucking stand is uh, Twisted Sister. 
<laughs> and it's only it's not even like a full catalog it's only like a handful of songs like you know what i got you one better i got you one better that's like saying you like rock music and you're like man the only rock music i can listen to is nickelback (laughs) i mean that's the same thing (laughs) yo and the the funny thing is like nickelback only gets hate because of south park no. Nickelback gets hate about for me because no. they suck. I didn't know. I didn't Why? know South Park had. I didn't like Nickel. Nickelback. I didn't like Nickelback <laughs> yeah. before South Park. Yeah, South Park went in on Nickelback. It was like the height of their popul- the height of their popularity, and South Park just like made like an entire episode trashing Nickelback. <laughs> no, I, I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome! I did. I did manage to find a Joe Diffie song partner. that I did like. <laughs> He's got a but, uh, I, yeah, I found I found one I liked. I thought it was good. It was um honky tonk attitude. Honky tonk attitude. All right, that was a pretty good one. All right, Carl, you want me to go next? You can go next. I, like I got. Come up with. I got the best Joe Diffie song. It's cold Budweiser and a sweet tater. No, okay. Well, I actually, I actually got the best uh, Joe Diffie song, and uh, I'm actually coming out to Don Deer Green. Hell yeah! Don Deer Green. Tell me you're coming out on a Don Deer thing. No man, coming out. You have to come out on a John Deere tractor. No, I mean, it's John Deere Green, not John Deere tractor. Yeah, no, but John Deere, yeah, I know, but you still have to come out on a John Deere tractor. <laughs> no, I come out like a pickup truck. There you oh, go, dude. Or a just John like Deere a green pickup truck. <laughs> or yeah, like a John Deere Green pickup truck. Or just come out in like some flannel when my sleeves cut off, like a uh, uh, what's them call it? Murdoch. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you sir. Man. Awesome. (laughs) All right. Carl, what you got for us for next week? Uh, I don't fucking know. (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a second. All right. Give me a second. (laughs) No, one job. One job. (laughs) <laughs> you, think like, you think I would just like pre-do it and just put it in the fucking notes, but no, I gotta forget every goddamn week. <laughs> and y'all, you never believe that uh, uh, Chris pays me to do this shit. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> All right, and Is it Mariah uh, Carey. No. Uh, we got George Michael. <laughs> George Michael? There's only yeah. one song. <laughs> you gotta have faith, I guess. <laughs> we're gonna have to, like, we're gonna have to play rock, paper, scissors or something to figure out who gets the song. <laughs> so, are we, so will this just be solo George Michael or should we include Wham in this too? Oh, he's in Wham. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess that's solo George Michael because we didn't 
Wait, we didn't do. Uh, who was it that we was doing? And we was trying to figure out. Oh, Justin Timberlake. So they're like, you couldn't yeah. do NC songs with Justin Timberlake. So, okay. I guess it's just George Michael. So you, that's what you get for trying to get that one wham song. Is that right? Wake me up before you go. Bro. <laughs> Leave me hanging on like a yo-yo. <laughs> 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 oh. One hit, one one hit wonder as a group in a solo order. Well, not ever, I'm pretty sure there's somebody in the '80s right now that's like fucking pissed uh, off. George White, you know, he had a, more than way more than one hit. So he was okay. Well, I'm yeah. about that like play, I'm talking about one hit that played in the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that song. Um. Besides um, Faith, he had one. I think it was called Sex was the other one. Oh, no. He, don't he have one where he's talking about... Uh, uh, oh, um, damn, I'm not going to say it because I might take it. So I'm not going to say it. <laughs> but I know he has one more song. And I, I think it's going to be my song if I don't yeah. think of another one. He had a few. He had a bunch on soundtracks, too. Yeah. Well, don't accidentally say my song. So let's move on to the next segment. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, Faith is probably the most popular one, but he had he had a bunch more. To... No, here's another one that's more popular. I, I just thought about it, and I'm like, oh, okay. This is probably his most popular song, and I'm going to take it for next week. Okay. <laughs> awesome. All right. So George Michael for next week for Random Band. That should be a pretty good one. I'm kicking it up to some 80s music. There we go. All right, let's go ahead and hop over to the news desk for the week's news. We're going to have run. All right. <laughs> uh, we got a little bit of both in here. So, we're gonna talk about that too. so uh, actually, why don't we just let's just go ahead and start off with that. Like the big thing coming out of this week what was this Wednesday. Was was there Thursday? Like, I think I texted you whenever it came out. Thursday or somewhere. It was in the middle of the week. Um, and everyone was freaking out about this. Like, fucking ridiculous. Uh, so some asshat apparently decided, oh, I'm going to tweet this out. Um, that claims to be a uh, wrestling journalist. Like, we don't make that claim. We're not wrestling journalists. We just give our opinion on shit. Talk about shit. Yeah, take notes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So some dumbass tweeted that WWE was sold in the wee hours. Um, Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday into Thursday to a Saudi Arabia investment group. And the holy Saudi Arabia investment group. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! Did this like burn down the fucking internet? <laughs> For at least a few hours before everybody's like, yeah, no, nah, dude, that's fake. The dude ended the up detail, deleting his tweet, too. So. The, detail, the details made sense, though, because they're like, yeah, yeah. Vince McMahon's going to be back in full control. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a Vince, like, douchey thing to do. Like, yep. yeah, I'm going to sell it to this company, and I'm going to have complete control over it. But then, like, when you start examining it, you're like, okay, so you can't just sell a publicly traded company like in the wee hours, like it has to be voted on by a board of directors has to be approved. And then there's like a whole bunch of legal shit you have to go through with the government 
to yeah. approve the sale for the sale to go through like and so then it, and it then really so people started dissecting like, it once the shock wore out yeah and then they're like yeah it was this hadn't been finalized yet and then it was like yeah it was completely untrue yeah so and it's like this this is my thing like if it wasn't an official statement from wwe it's not true like, don't yeah. believe everything that these freaking dipshits like Dave Meltzer and Sean Ross Sapp and all these other fuckwads report out. Like, if it's like if it's not from WWE or AEW or Ring of Honor or Impact or whatever, like, if it's not an official statement from them regarding anything company-wise, it's not true until they until, until they say something. So well, was, I was kind of believing that. Great that's why I asked it, had, it had me, too, because I was like... You know, a couple of the things that I put in the notes here is like, where, if this is true, where will this have left the women's division? I, I mean, they like, honestly, have like a, you think about they, that. I mean, they would have a women's division. They just have to wear more clothes. Yeah. Oh. Wear your t shirt. And then it'd be the same as then it on is top now, of that. T-shirts. But would they be featured as much as they are now? Because, you know, Triple H has built that women's division since he's taken over. And they get yeah. featured a hell of a lot more on TV now than they were when Vince was in control. Yeah, I mean, if Vince was in control, then not. But, I mean, yeah. from what I, I know, the Saudi Arabia and like the women wrestling, it's like women big shirts. Like, if they wear big shirts, it's fine. But it was like pulling teeth, though, to get that first match on there. Yeah. Like on that first Crown Jewel event, was it Alexa and um? Yeah, but that was in Saudi Arabia. Like, yeah, yeah it, I mean, yeah, but it was like pulling yeah. teeth just to get that on there, though. So. Yeah. Oh. But then, but then too, it's like when they put WrestleMania in Saudi Arabia, like WrestleMania would be in yeah. Saudi Arabia, something like that. The only, the only like positive I could think of of like the Saudi Arabian government uh, investment fund buying um wwe would be like you'd have like an unlimited budget you know what i mean yeah like that's, yeah that's true you could be like hey rock we'll give you a billion dollars to come back and wrestle some code you know what i mean and then <laughs> yeah, who did a billion dollars we'll resurrect we'll resurrect the macho man and <laughs> have him wrestle yeah it's like <laughs> Why? Like, why do you always on. want the Macho Man resurrected? Let him live and pe- live and. I'm his, just saying, like, his... that's the first one. <laughs> let him live. That's the first thing. Let him live. Let him spiritual. <laughs> let a spiritual being live on. It's always the first thing that comes to mind because where I'm looking at, the first thing I see is a Macho Man poster. Like and I wonder <laughs> why. Because the Macho Chris, Man is the greatest professional wrestler of all time. <laughs> Chris, Chris is the same, dude. When you start resurrecting people, Macho Man's the first one. Macho Man's the first. Macho Man's the first. Maybe it'd be like Pete Farmer with those have like the little heads and none of the rest of it. So, even with that, too, like with the, the women's division, like then you have wrestlers like Sami Zayn that. Cannot set foot in Saudi Arabia. Like, what happens to him under like 
under that company of MVP who used to be Islamic and then, you know, stepped away. Like that's, that's a crime in Saudi Arabian government. So like there's just all these questions I was thinking about, like, if this is actually true, like, where's this going to go from here? Uh, the iron sheet would be fucking world heavyweight champion. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, th- those people would either like fall in line or get fired. I mean, it would still be, and it ain't like they would like pack up the bags and move the company to Saudi I know, Arabia. I know the company, everything would still like operate here in the U.S., but would Sammy be featured as much as he is? On TV, or were they just like straight up shit can them and let them go? So that's the other. I mean, thing. I mean, it depends on like if the details were like what they're. If it was like a thing where Vince was just running the company, uh, I would assume it is like it is now, where you know he just wouldn't show up at the Saudi Arabia events. But I would assume there would be more Saudi Arabia events than just the like two or one or two a year. It'd probably be like four or five. And then you'd have like the, you'd have uh, WrestleMania, WrestleMania Backlash, and then probably like the greatest WrestleMania. And <laughs> the greatest WrestleMania would be the biggest pay per view, and probably have like a lot of fireworks, and uh, the superstars would come out on uh, like golden uh, camels or something like the Caesars. Uh, Palace, um, WrestleMania. You know what I'm talking about? Like where? Who yeah. was it? It was Bobby Green Heaton came out backwards on the camel. <laughs> oh yeah, the the you know? Palace one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be like that, but you know, the greatest WrestleMania. Then, like the other question, like that I was kicking around too, with that, like from a moral, from a moral standpoint. <laughs> Like with the issues with like Saudi Arabia and like where their money comes from and all that, like, do we still support our favorite wrestlers that work for the company, which in turn would still support the company, or do we just like stop altogether and just walk away? Like that's like one of those things. I like mean, being a lifelong WWE fan, that's that's like yeah. a hard question to ask yourself. I mean, it depends on what you mean by moral. Uh... I mean, <laughs> the McMahon family, you know, hasn't been like the yeah, I know, the but best. like this, the stuff that That's like the Saudi, the Saudi Arabian government has done is like a thousand times worse than anything Vince has done. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, Vince has covered up a couple murders, but I mean, like that's nothing compared to the Saudi Arabian government. So. I mean, that, I mean, there's always that, but I mean, the American government has like fucked over some people too. So, oh, I know. Yeah. It is one of those things where, I mean, I I probably would still watch it if it was good, but I mean, if it was stupid, then I probably wouldn't watch it. (laughs) I mean, that's just me being realistic. I'm sorry. I'm listening to, uh, since they have nothing else to do with Hobbs, he's got to talk about it. He's got to talk about his book that he never opened. Uh, well, are you going to watch the Saudi Arabia WWE or not? Nah, because I'd probably have to pay for it. 
<laughs> uh, actually, they actually probably be free because the Saudi Arabian government, like they're the whatever the that fund is, like they do all the like soccer event. They don't. They're not in it to make money. It's just to make the country. Look yeah, good. but 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 if they own it, Vince is gonna be over, and Vince wants to make money, even though he's but a billion billionaire. But he'll be making money off of them like he wouldn't like yeah, profit. But but, but yeah. when you make money, you always want to make more money. So he's going to make it to where you have to pay for it. I mean, he would make money off the sale to begin with. And then plus, he would make money being the manager. So I doubt it. Like, I doubt um, the prices of anything would increase. It'd probably decrease, if anything. I think honestly, too, like if they were to do that, they would probably keep it on like a WWE network type of thing, or they would keep the TV deals at least, you know, like the TV deals across the globe in place just for that uh, ad revenue. So, uh, but like I said, they would like they would have like a unbelievable budget, you know what I mean? Like yeah. whatever they wanted, like if they wanted to blow a car up on TV, they could do it. You know who who else apparently has a, a big budget? <laughs> Tony Khan and his dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, his dad his dad has a big budget. Tony Khan don't. Uh, but I don't think he has a budget big enough for WWE. I don't. Like, I don't think so. Like WWE's like in the billions. Like yeah. the company is worth like the the Paramount deal was. I mean, not the Paramount Peacock deal was like what. Two billion, somewhere. Yep, I can't remember. The exact yeah, it was in, it was in the billions. It's not like um, like Tony yeah. Khan buying Ring of Honor for like millions. So yeah, yeah. Um. Like I think like it was an investment group, which would be cool if they bought it. Like if they do that though, that, like you gotta have Tony Khan's dad show up on WWE like Shane McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, they should buy the company. They should do it right. Do like the WWE, WCW, like angle, but do it right. Like, and honestly, I think this would, if they did that and they did an invasion angle, it would work because you're not losing, like, all your top level talent isn't signed to exclusive contracts separate from the company. Yeah. And that was, that's why the invasion failed. Like, everyone, like your Hogan's, your Nash's, Goldberg's. Like all those big name guys were signed to those AOL Time Warner contracts and not WCW contracts. Yeah, and then plus Vincent Wynn just bought the he just bought the name and uh yeah. and the uh, like media and stuff. He didn't actually buy the like company outright. Yep. I don't know. I that think was, that's why I was thinking with the Disney with the Disney and the uh NBC, that's the thing too. It's like I'm wondering, like, do they even care about the organization as it is now, or are they more interested in the like content because they're like, well, we could just you know show WrestleMania 20 uh, on ESPN three at night and still make yeah. money off of it. Space filler, but with Peacock yeah. already having access to WWE's library, which they've failed miserably with putting stuff on the peacock app peacock app and actually having stuff organized like it's such a freaking clusterfuck 
but like drawn in those. Don't work there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's terrible. Yeah. Freaking nightmare trying to find stuff. Um, yeah. but like having like those the premium live events streaming on their app and bringing in people to the app to watch these events, you know, there's more chance of them actually watching more stuff on there. Um, honestly, the only thing I use Peacock for is to watch Young Rock and WWE events. That's it. I don't watch anything else on there. <laughs> the Office is it there? Um, I I like the Office. Oh well, go to hell. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, I, but I, I I don't know if this is true or not, but I remember reading somewhere that. Uh, they were saying uh, that, like, uh, it, it surprised me too because, like, on Peacock, they were saying like some of the older uh, pay per events from like the early two thousands were doing better numbers wise than some of the live events this year. But I don't know if they were counting yeah. like live views or just the playbacks. You know? I mean, that kind of makes sense because you got a lot of people that are like, oh, let me go back and watch this. I'm like, you think yeah. about how many freaking wrestling podcasts there are out there. Um, yeah. Doing research. Like, yeah. Like about like 200 people and they're like, oh, yeah, let me go back and watch WrestleMania too. Yeah, that would make sense. Because I don't think I've went back and watched like a live event that I didn't. But now I watch live. Of like this, like last past two years, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Because even like a lot of times too, like I don't watch something back either. So. Yeah, like I watched it like the first time, but I haven't gone back and I take that lot back. I think I did watch like the the Cody Hill, the Cody and Seth Rollins on the cell. I think I did go back and watch that match, not the whole whole card. But I think I did go back. Yeah. Uh, looks Here. like they added another match to the freaking Impact pay per view. So they did uh, Steve Macklin versus Rich Swan in Falls Count Anywhere. That wasn't on the initial card last week. So who gets the point? Uh, <laughs> nobody, because we knew. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like some That's bullshit right. right there, Carl. And just cheat us out of Well, we can't do, can't pick, get points if we didn't pick anything for the match. Hey, what we need to do though, like we need to add like a, a off the wall clause. Like, so if I say something like off the wall, but it like comes true, like I should just automatically win the the fantasy game or whatever it's called. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like if, uh, uh, we get the triple threat at WrestleMania. Like I should just automatically win. He <laughs> says <laughs> <laughs> automatically win. <laughs> Points don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> like who whose line is it anyways? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all made up. Games all made up. Points don't matter. We're sucking here. <laughs> Oh, awesome. We uh, we talked a little bit about in there with uh, the sale of WWE. We talked about Disney and NBC. Um, I don't know if this is 100% true, but there's been reports that Nick Khan, WWE CEO, um, actually did meet with Disney 
and ESPN um, yeah, this that. week after the uh, the claims came out that they were sold to the Saudi investment group. So I personally like that's my pick for Shame. the sale to go to Disney, just because like Disney the Disney Plus app is so much like how that app is run and how streamlined it is and the interface. It's a hell of a lot better than most of the other apps that are out there. No, and I think that would be Disney Plus too. And plus, you have Hulu, which you already get replays of WWE on there anyway. And then you have the ESPN app. So there's like more avenues for them to go to put stuff out. See, for me, the cross promotion. I like you, you cross promotion on what? Yeah, I was saying like the cross promotion between like WWE and Disney, like the theme parks, stuff like that. We'd actually finally get a uh, a w a physical Hall of Fame because you know Disney will put that shit right in in one of the Disney parks because they know it'll yeah. bring people in. So, and all that too, you and then Rhea Ripley will become a Disney princess. You know, you know what they yes. have to do that. You know that what they'd have to do that if they did that right. They'd have to put Rain's those Space Mountain back up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm just <laughs> but, hey, wait, wait. Before, before you go up to the line, it's got a statue of Ric Flair. <laughs> but uh, a statue of Ric Flair doing the helicopter from the plane ride. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but my, my thing with that is... And it's no, nice, and it's the only uh, the only reason I wouldn't want Disney to own it is this because uh, with like Triple H being in charge, I was hoping that like the project would kind of steer more to like the black and gold uh, NXT, where it's a little bit more edgier. But I think yeah. like if if Disney owns the company, then it'll probably kind of revert back to kind of like the PG era stuff. No. Uh, See, I don't. I don't think be, that would happen. Cause... Go ahead. No, you're fine. I was to say definitely would be no blood or anything like that. Uh, no, then... <laughs> you don't watch. You didn't watch Moon Knight. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, the I, I can tell. Yeah. But, like, but like, like, my other thing I would say with that too is is doesn't ESPN show like MMA and UFC stuff? blood and shit in that like I know it's not like maybe not full on matches all the time but I'm pretty sure they show MMA stuff it's not like full on yeah I know but but there's no but there's no like recourse to the MMA there's nobody like MMA is too violent type thing whereas they would listen to like WWE being scripted of like yeah it's too violent like you know there's there's Respect, whereas, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, football, like, somebody gets concussed, like, that's on them. But if they own the company, then that's different. If somebody else gets concussed, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, mm. with the, the intention of there's the Disney push, Plus app, there's more pushback. Yeah. Disney Plus was supposed to be more for the family friendlier stuff, and then Hulu was supposed to be more for the edgier stuff. Um, that all changed when Disney Plus wasn't getting the subscribers that they were looking for. 
So they started incorporating that more edgier stuff into the Disney Plus app, um, which is why you have, which they opted to put the uh, Netflix Marvel shows on there, which are bloody as all hell, especially Daredevil and Punisher. Um, yep. So those are on there. Is it, and then is it Deadpool on there? Or did they not put that on De- there? Yeah, Deadpool. Deadpool's on there. Yeah. It's got a shit yep. ton of blood. Yeah, but it's not real. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, neither is... Yeah, you get, <laughs> yeah but it is real, though. It's real people. But th- what I'm saying is, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, NFL, I get what right, you're saying. Is, 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 a, is, a, is a separate company from ESPN. So is college football. So is UFC. So is boxing. A guy gets a concussion in boxing. A guy gets busted open in boxing. A guy gets busted up in MMA. That's not on ESPN because, or that's not on Disney because Disney's not producing that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. saying. So Disney producing, Disney's not gonna have somebody jump off a a a hell in a cell cage like under their pay scale because they don't want the pushback. Okay, I mean that's what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying, or no? We yeah, like, you're talking we, about we like get, blood and we guess in the movie. What you're saying. It's like CGI. We're just saying we don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. I think it's gonna happen, and I would bet money that it happens. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> This this is always fun. <laughs> oh, awesome, Dad! I think Disney will keep it the same. I know Carl, you obviously disagree with that, but uh, what else we got here? So amidst the uh, the claims of the Saudi investment group sale, uh, the day before Stephanie McMahon stepped down as co CEO, which um also fueled the fires to the rumors for that. Um, cause like, who's going to, why is the Saudi investment group going to buy a company with a female CEO? So that also, uh, sparked the rumors for that as well. Um, but, uh, Stephanie did step down and she went into surgery, had surgery done on her leg. Um, so she is recovering from that. So, um, wish Stephanie a speedy recovery from the surgery. I did hear that, uh. Stephanie and Vince don't get along, and that was another reason why uh, yeah. she wouldn't be there. And I, I can see that, too. So I don't think Vince gets along with any of his um, children. So. <laughs> um, probably not. Don't get along with his children, uh, his grandkids. Oh, what else we got here? Triple H held a talent meeting uh, prior to SmackDown this week. Um, just letting the the staff know and the talent know that uh, Vince is only back in the executive chairman um, to basically spearline the sale um, of WWE and then um, basically just approve potential buyers. So, um, nothing is going to change creatively. Triple H is still in control creatively and Nick Khan will still remain control of CEO until they get sold which is to me would be that hopeful if I'm 
a superstar because who knows like who buys it and what they want to do with it or where they want to yeah. go with it. Might have some time in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he can he can fuck this up too. So. Yeah. Oh, Tony Khan, make it better. No, Tony Khan won't make it better. <laughs> With yeah. Kenny Omega and the Elite running best of seven matches again. Yeah, they're so gonna. They it's gonna be. Back. It's gonna be. Uh, no, 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 it won't be trios. It'll just be tag titles. It'll be the Young Bucks yeah, I, versus the Usos in a best of seven match, and then it's I mean, gonna somehow go to a draw, and then they're gonna do another best of seven series. <clears throat> I mean, AEW ain't all that bad, though. I mean, I guess it's good- not. It's it's entertaining. Like there, there's that that last um, we'll talk about it here in a little bit. But that last um match for the best of seven series is actually was probably the best one out of all of it. Um, but like the path, like like we'll get into it. But the path was like just predictable how it was gonna play out from that best of seven series. Like we all we knew we predicted we we told everyone. That it's gonna go to to seven, like it's not gonna, it's not gonna be a blowout or anything. So, like if you actually listen to us, so that's the other issue. So, fucking assholes don't yeah, listen so to us. Yeah, pretty much. So there's that, and then um, apparently a, a shareholder uh, filed a class action lawsuit against Vince McMahon uh, for inserting himself back into the role of executive chairman. Um, said that it was illegal uh, for him to do that as the board did not vote on it or approve anything. Vince McMahon has 81% of the shares in the company. Like, basically, he can do whatever the fuck he wants when it comes to that aspect of it. So, I mean, te- technically, it's for a court there to decide. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, a lot of cases are filed like that just uh, for settlements. So, who knows? We'll see. Yeah, that's pretty much all it is. If it even goes anywhere, I don't. Know, but yeah, that's just like what the fuck? Like really, dude? <laughs> so, like eighty, he owns eighty-one percent of the shares in the company. Like, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Why don't you try to buy some of his shares from him? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh man. And then I would, I would assume his his children probably own some too. So. Like yeah. the family as well probably owns more than and mostly than the rest yeah. of the board holders, the shareholders, whatever. So, yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's the case. Yeah. Awesome. All right. All right. So that's gonna do it for the news. That's all I had in there, unless you guys got something else to add. I, I do have something else to add. Ooh, very very good. That. I'm surprised you didn't put in the notes. All right, well, come on. Uh, did you see that uh, Roddy Piper's daughter wrestled for AEW in Dark Match? I didn't yeah, know. I mean, that's she didn't like sign with anybody, so I didn't really think it was with news. So. It's with news, you. man. It's Roddy Piper's daughter. Anyone who's a whole female daughter or that. son, you know, has to uh, recognize. Well, when The Rock's daughter was wrestling, you didn't fucking say anything. Yeah, because when have you seen her on NXT? I had to. Uh, yeah, she hasn't, she hasn't wrestled yet. She's just been hanging out with Shizm doing nothing. So, yep. well, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But no, Teal is actually pretty solid. She's been um, hitting up the most of her matches have been around like the Florida area. So, 
Um, I know she's done some stuff like other areas of the country too, but she's she's pretty solid. I think she signed to um, Women of Wrestling for a little bit. Oh, okay. uh, it was last year or something. I don't I don't remember exactly. I know she was wrestling for one of the smaller companies. So, no I can see her versus Hogan. <laughs> I, I'm honestly surprised that she hasn't gotten any any steam with like NXT or something like why nobody's like actually picked her up and you know honestly I just probably just thought about this I'm going to answer my own question this is because you know fucking Ronda Rousey who they gave the uh, the rowdy gimmick to when yeah, that's the storyline right there sign her yep, to a fucking... deal and have her beat the shit out of Ronda and say you ain't no bad bitch and give me back my my dad's jacket and my music. Say fuck yeah, you. Yeah, well, ain't nobody <laughs> right off, And then and then you hear Roger Rousey released by WWE for being not the baddest bitch on the planet. Oh, man. <laughs> what a storyline. Um, before we before we jump off in the news, uh, did you see the uh, uh, Teddy Long's thoughts on uh, Ronda Rousey? Oh God, I'm scared. I- I, I just guarantee he ain't an Yeah, he basically said that Ronda doesn't respect the business. She doesn't. Like, he just she's like there for a paycheck, thinks it's you know whatever, and just does not respect the business at all and doesn't take it seriously. I agree Fire. with Teddy. <laughs> play a player. <laughs> I I agree with Teddy. So. I agree with um, him too. <laughs> but I guess uh, Rhonda had also said to you that in an, uh, another interview or something that she's going to, she doesn't want to be Raw Women's Champion anymore. She's done with all that and wants to um, focus on the uh, the tag team division with her and Shayna. Okay. I mean, that's fine with me. Like, as long as Shayna gets some more um, TV time and actually gets put in a, a serious position, like, I'm, I'm cool with that, so. I just don't think Ronda needs to be going after any singles titles anymore. She didn't want the title to begin with. That's why she dropped it to live. Oh, let's give Ronda back the title. All right, let's go ahead. Let's get into the instant replay for this week. Let's go ahead and uh, take a look back at the week that was and a little bit of the week that's still happening here. Um, Let's kick it off. Monday Night Raw, Uncle Howdy. Kind of confronts Alexa Bliss. Kinda, a little bit. Yeah. Did you hear that uh, Bo Dallas was backstage on Monday night? Uh, yeah. yeah. Bo Dallas backstage. I guess it's been pretty much confirmed. I mean, we all knew Uncle Howdy's gonna be Bo Dallas. Um, I apparently. I mean, to be honest, if you kind of look at his mannerisms outside of the Howdy part, he kind of. It's kind of who I thought it was anyway. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but the only way that was Mick Foley is if he lost 150 pounds. So was the one that actually attacked LA Knight and Bray, was that actually Uncle Uncle Howdy or was that Uncle Harper? Uh they've been calling it Uncle Howdy. They've been calling him so he's, Uncle Howdy. Okay. Because we have yet so in that case, we've yet to see Uncle Harper. Right. Who's the other two guys that were confronting Alexa Monday before that? Utama on the uh, 
The guys with the, the, the black masks. Oh, that's right. When oh, on Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah Raw. That. I think they're just yeah. two randos. Like, I don't think they had anything to do with it. Uh, yeah, like, anything did. to do with, like, the, I mean, like, the overall, like, I don't think they're actually part of the overall stable. I think they're just, like, random. Then why was it, uh, what's his face? I could swear that was, uh, Loomis. Had Definitely. to be Loomis. Definitely wasn't Loomis. I rewatched it. Yeah. That- it no. was Loomis. The first yeah, guy go, was Loomis. Go back. That, that, first, that was not Loomis. It was not that Loomis. That was Loomis. No, that wasn't Loomis. That, oh, my God. No. Y'all kill him. No, that guy, that dude was too small to be Loomis. Exactly. <laughs> Loomis is jacked and a lot taller than that dude was. Like, the security guard was almost as tall as that guy. So... so but yeah, so we're playing more onto this, and the, the storyline keeps developing between you know all these characters between like Alexa Bliss, Bray Wyatt, Uncle Howdy. Um, I'm kind of glad they actually started doing something more with Alexa besides the you know just the the Firefly thing flashing and her going nuts. Um, like actually like something physical finally manifesting with this. So I'm kind of interested to see where the storyline goes. From here with Alexa and how this is going to play into that pitch black match at WrestleMania or uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah, um, yeah, we did have uh, Bray on uh, uh, SmackDown tonight. I saw a little bit of that, and I, I loved it. He's actually in the rocking chair. Yeah, he I think that's more like, excited. He even like <laughs> said like old school like Bray Wyatt stuff. I, I think I was more excited about the rocking chair than anything else. I don't need your rocking chair. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, he's got the rocking chair. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. So I'm I'm kind of excited. I'm interested in this pitch black match the pitch black match to kind of see what it's gonna be. Like I'm I'm really just thinking that it's gonna be like the everything in the arena is like lights off. So like that's the only thing I that makes sense to me. So I mean, I'm sure they'll have, like, the the lights above the ring on, but, like, I'm sure they'll, like, like, the entrance stage will be turned off, the crowd lights will be turned off, so they'll just have, like, the, maybe, like, one solitary spotlight on the the ring. That's purple? Or maybe, like, yeah, who knows. See, I was hoping hoping there was a Brian Penny's match for the black underwear. (laughs) It's LA Knight and his black phone. Hell yeah. But um, the one thing I'll say with this too, like I was kind of hesitant with Bray getting into a feud with LA Knight, but I think this is just showing more of um what LA Knight can do, especially on the microphone. So I think it's it's helping him out as the story progresses. A lot of good stuff there. Uh, what else we have? Monday Night Raw. Uh, Dominic, Dominic Mysterio, straight from prison. Straight yeah. from prison, little gangsta Mac himself. Looking Hard like times there. Looking <laughs> like Conan. <laughs> Conan. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I kind of like it though. Conan like Guerrero it. Mysterio Jr. <laughs> 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 oh, I loved it. Like I could not stand Dominic, but him joining Judgment Day, becoming heel, was the best thing they could have done for him. And then the, and now, the whole thing. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
He's cold blooded, man. Cold blooded. <laughs> he survived three hours in county jail. How <laughs> could he beat up his dad at Christmas? <laughs> oh god, I love it, dude. I love it. They just played it up and everything. He's like, yeah, he was, you know, <laughs> said he was going to come at me in my sleep. So I just got off the top bunk and I slapped him. <laughs> <laughs> like prison changes the man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's great. Uh, so. So to go from that, that segment with Miz TV, we get into the, the tag team gauntlet match. Um, Finn ends up getting injured um, off of a splash. <clears throat> what was it? It was um, Alpha Academy. It was Otis coming down on top of him and I Gable. Think so. Yeah. So that uh, Finn apparently like injured his ribs. So they had, uh, they were told, Adam Pierce told him, like, hey, you know, either forfeit or Dominic takes your place. So Dominic ended up taking the place. So it came down to Judgment Day and Street Profits. Uh, there was one awesome part in there. <laughs> uh, Rhea Ripley was yelling at uh, Montez to get back in the ring or get out of the ring. And then like Tez started like barking at her. And then, like you see, then they cut to like Dominic from the other side of the ring. It's like telling Tez not to not to yell at mommy. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So like I love I love the dynamic with Ripley and and Dominic Mysterio. That's that's got to be like one of the best parts that's come out of this whole Judgment Day angle. So. Oh man, that's awesome. So Judgment Day ends up picking up the win. They're the new number one contenders. Um we'll take on the Usos. It's at Royal Rumble, right? That they're taking on the Usos? No. I think no. I think it's I think it's just coming up Monday. Oh, it's on Monday. Oh, okay. Sorry. So I would have did that for the Rumble. And it's Unless I got raw, it's for the raw tag team championship. For the raw tag team championships, not for both. It's for the raw tag team championships because on SmackDown tonight they're also doing a turmoil match, and the winner of that is face the Usos for the SmackDown yeah. tag team championships. So they're gonna end up splitting the the tag titles again. Ugh. <clears throat> I, mean, I, they're kind of split, I, I think they're going to split the tag titles, and I think they're going to end up splitting the uh, Romans titles. Yeah. Everything, I, I, I've, everything I've heard is that we're getting Sammy and Roman at the Elimination Chamber. Which I think mm. kind of sucks. I think they should wait for that at WrestleMania. Well, I guess they can't do it at WrestleMania. No. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Because we got to get, no. get Solo, The Rock. And Roman. So. And um, but that's the thing though, is like you don't have to have like <coughs> for that type of matchup, like with the Rock and Roman or you know, um Carl's predicted triple threat match, you don't have to have a title involved for that. Like the story is already there. It's like yeah, the rock comes in like I'm not the head of the table, you ain't beat me. Solo comes in like fuck both of y'all. I'm the future of this family, I'm the future of this business, I can beat both y'all's asses, like which can, like you don't can have we admit we love we love the fact that Solo uses the uh, the spike, right? We all love that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Pretty much a lot of um, Solo's move set is is Umaga's. It is. Oh, and it's that was the same way too. For a little bit there with the Uso was like they they still incorporate a lot of the um, a lot of Umaga's uh, 
That's too, yeah. It's not just Umaga, it's just the Samoan, like a lot of Samoan moves. Yeah. Like, but, you know, you gotta like, have the I don't really girl. like Rikishi didn't do like the, the running hip in the corner as much as Umaga did. He did when he and was in was, the the Samoans, the Wild Samoans, or whatever they were called. Uh, His very Samoan SWAT team. Was it SWAT team? Yes, yeah, Samoan SWAT team. It was one yeah. of them. That, yeah. I just remember Umaga doing it more, but I know the, the spike is something that Umaga did quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, and then the uh, the toss up Samoan drop was definitely Umaga. Like I don't remember anyone else doing that before he did. No, but they did the Samoan drop like it was. Yeah, I mean that's why it's called the Samoan drop. Yeah, 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 but Umaga put that spin on it where he toss him up, catch him, and drop him. Mm -hmm. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how much. Mark Henry gets paid just to say one line every week. Uh, more than what he needs to. <laughs> it's so frustrating. And then they put Big Show on commentary for something. Was it dark? Oh, awesome. All right. So that was a couple of the standouts from Raw. Um, NXT, New Year's Evil, which um, I thought was this weekend, but I was wrong on that. So my apologies. So um, obviously we can't do picks for that. Um, but Toxic Attraction ends up winning the uh, Women's Battle Royal. Um, and you're probably wondering, how does Toxic Attraction win a number one contender to the NXT Women's Championship? <laughs> well, we don't both, know either. They eliminated each other. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it'll go into a triple threat at Vengeance Day here in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm up to February. Um, yeah, so they both hit the floor at the same time. Um, so they'll go on the, the take on, um, uh, Roxanne Perez for the NXT women's championship. So we'll see how that comes out. That should be a pretty solid matchup for the NXT women's title. Yeah, it will be. That was pretty cool. And then what looked like to be a solid matchup too, Grayson, uh, Waller and, uh, Braun Breaker, of course, Breaker retained NXT, uh, world title. Ending um, in a terrible fashion. Yeah, it's like uh, Grayson was walking the ropes and the ropes broke. <laughs> well, so it broke like early on in the match and then it broke again during that segment, that part. <laughs> so it broke twice. Oh, awesome. A lot of, uh, lot of snafus in that matchup. I don't know if it was on purpose or what. I'm assuming it was. I hope it was. Yeah. Because that would kind of suck. I'd be pissed going if that happened. Oh man, good stuff there. Uh, oh man, showing all that stuff for Rampage or not Rampage? Uh, uh, <clears throat> Dynamite. Dynamite next week. I don't know what's going on with what, what's going on next week. I don't think they have anything special planned. It's not like one of their. I mean, but they have they have a match you know. that if one of the wrestlers doesn't win, I think Carl might riot. <laughs> it's Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal for the title. Oh damn! Uh, yeah. Come on, Lethal. They probably, they probably let Orange fucking dumbass Cassidy win. Yep, carry He's that title around in his backpack. 
<laughs> also, if I leave the call, it's because my cat wanted to hang up. All right, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, well, speaking of dynamite. Speaking of uh, dynamite, we had the return of Adam Cole this week. Baby. Oh, pretty excited for that. Glad to see Adam Cole healthy and ready to uh, return to the ring for some in-ring action. So kind of interesting to see what they they call with him. What's happening to him? I wouldn't want it for my worst enemy. Yeah. That was pretty bad. I know uh, Britt Baker tweeted after that that... um, like for a while he wasn't allowed to do anything like he like couldn't leave the house like if he did like he was only able to go for like short walks and come back like like the rehab and the physical therapy he had to go through was pretty pretty rough so um i know i for one i was really missing adam cole um it was awesome to hear that music hit as much as i can't stand his aw music i was psyched when it hit, Adam Cole came out. I was even more excited to hear who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby. So, like, literal, like, goosebumps um, having Adam Cole back. So, I mean, if he was in WWE, that injury probably never would have happened to begin with. Um, But, and that's where we're at. Great to see where he goes from here. Hopefully, they put him in the uh, world title picture, honestly. Um, that's where he needs to be. Yeah, they won't. No, they won't. Um, uh, what else we got? Uh, we kicked off, uh, actually kicked off AEW Dynamite with Mox versus Hangman Page, which actually was a pretty decent match. My only gripe with this, and it was more noticeable during this matchup than it was for anything else on the show, was the rapid camera cuts. Uh, it's like every no, <laughs> it's like every two seconds, like they're changing the cameras, like they used to do on Raw and SmackDown. Like obviously, because mm-hmm. they hired the same fucking producer that thought that shit was a good idea in WWE. So like they're like constantly changing the cameras. I'm like, this is really annoying. Like, this is why I like fast forwarded through a lot of raw because because of this shit. So, but it kind of died out throughout the rest of the show. So I don't know. Like maybe Tony Khan's like you know cut the shit. So, but yeah, but it wasn't as noticeable uh, throughout the the remainder of the night as it was for that first match. Was a good match though. Or... That was good. It was a great they... match. Yeah. What's up? I said maybe they came down off their coke, off the coke high. Yeah, and so that too. Clicking a little <laughs> bit. That's probably what happened. <laughs> High off their. We'll oh, say I was kind of surprised Hangman won. Not gonna lie. I wasn't expecting that one either. So I thought definitely Mox would have picked up the win on that one, but um. I don't know if they uh, they're playing like the concussion angle with Mox too, but I guess that uh, uh looked like he had may have gotten like knocked out because they, they had all the trainers and stuff in there checking on him and like he's trying to tell me it was fine and all that. So let's see where they go with there. I don't think Mox and Hangman are done as far as like the the angle that they're running with them right now. Pretty solid there. Uh, main event was the uh, final match in the best of seven. 
for the trios championship. Um, before we get to that, actually, one more thing I want to mention. Jericho Appreciation Society comes out. They do like their little stint and like all this other shit, and they cut their promo. As they are coming down the ramp, they stop, they do little turns, and they rip off black pants and have black pants on underneath it. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? Like, they just ripped off their black pants and they have black pants underneath. <laughs> what the fuck was the point of that? <laughs> Oh, pretty much it. So, yeah. I mean, Uh, the whole whole Ricky Starks and action and Trady like dog and them was fucking hilarious, though. Yeah, absolutely. Ricky, Ricky Starks has really like gotten. Like, I'm glad they're giving him more TV time and more mic time because he's he's got it and he's going to he's going to go pretty far. Like, even if he sticks with AEW. He could definitely be one of the top top tier talent on that roster. Um, even if he goes to WWE, uh, he could definitely be like top of NXT. And, you know, he'd be like pretty solid mid card talent for WWE, especially like with the US title or the IC title. I think I think he's got something. Not not according yeah. to Carl. Carl don't like him. Nope. Carl is not a fan of the pebble. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I don't know. He was better, but I'm not like a, I'm not gonna write a letter to my family. Like, hey, I mean, I mean, if friends. Carl's gonna watch, if Carl wants to watch watch that, he'll just go back and watch old uh, uh old rock matches instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> old fights commander matches. Yeah. <laughs> you catch Ricky Starks uh, every week on Young Rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So the best of seven. This is a good match. Very good. No, really, really solid matchup. This is probably like the best out of the entire series. Um, it's the Escar de la Muerte. So pretty much like ladder, ladder of death, I guess, or escalator of death. I don't know. No. <laughs> escalator, that'd be cool. I like an escalator. <laughs> so you just uh, see, you just so. see one of them going up the escalator, just staring at the watch. <laughs> there's like a little elevator. The whole match, there's elevator music being played in the back. They get to the top and fall into the. No, what you gotta do is you gotta you gotta knock your opponent out, and they have to like go like up the entire length of the escalator. But like you get like huge escalators, like the ones that are in like um, the ones that are in that subway station in Maryland. Um, Oh yeah, you get get to like the huge. It's like the uh, the Simpsons escalator to nowhere. Yeah. And then, like, you gotta knock your opponent out, and they have to ride like all the way up the escalator. But if they like get up and walk back down, then and start you know, over. You don't. <laughs> you start over. You gotta try to knock them out again. <laughs> I was gonna say you uh, you hit someone like a DDT on the first step, and then you just hold it the whole way up until you fall off. 
That was great, but it was a solid match. Um, like I said a little earlier, like the the build up, the direction this was going was pretty predictable that the elite was gonna win the titles back. Um, like we we called it from like day one, from like match one that this was gonna happen. Um, there's no way that, yeah. But that's the thing, like in the like the whole time frame with this too, like. What what other trios team did they build up to be the next contenders for the elite? There's not really anybody that's in line for these titles. Because nobody's yeah. gonna want to see nobody's gonna want to see Death Triangle versus the Elite again. We just watched seven yeah. matches with the Elite versus the Death Triangle. Interesting. So, like, is it be, yeah. So we're gonna get the best friends. Are we gonna get um House of Black? Uh, JAS Dark like, Order, yeah. So, Swerve, where, where do we Swerve and his two oh. goons, yeah. So, there's no one really built up to go into this, unless you know they just kind of run okay. through jobbers and run through the trios, and then we get the return of Punk and FTR. No, what they would probably do is they make like some fucking random trio, like. Oh yeah, you know they're versing they're versing uh the bastard pog uh fucking uh John Moxley and Ricky Stark. Like what? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um The only other thing I could think of with that too is Oh, fuck. I just had it on the tip of my tongue and I lost it. Shit. So. Cocaine's over here. Yeah, it is. Yep. I just want to say uh, while you're thinking, uh, Chris, in this, uh, in this women's match that was at the end of Rampage, uh, Ruby, the, Soho, no Ruby Soho was like, as JR put it best, was bleeding like a stuffed pig. Good God. <laughs> She was bleeding the whole fucking match from her head. Her whole face is completely red. I saw it because they they taped this after Dynamite, so I saw some clips um, while I was scrolling through TikTok. Yeah, it was Um, a lot. I think they busted out some thumbtacks and everything in this matchup, too. Yep. Uh, Willow did miss, like, a spot. She was supposed to put a powerbomb to uh, Anna and through a table, and she, like, missed the table. I mean, she went through the table, but she went through the table, not Anna. Like, oh, Willow went through the table? <laughs> yeah, not Anna. Like, she was, like, powerbomb, but, like, she landed her ass on the table, and Anna landed on the floor. Oh, so she just kind of <laughs> overshot the table a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. That happens. I think even the Dudleys have done that, so. Oh, yeah. I think it's more to protect the opponent than it is to actually put them through the table. Right. Because I think when, um, because I think Bubba did that when he power bombed, was it May Young or Mula through the table? It was May Young. We put May Young through the table, like Bubba took the, the brunt of the table instead of uh, May Young going through the table. Awesome. All right. So that's uh instant replay for this week. Some pretty cool stuff in there. If you missed anything, go ahead and go back and check that out. Uh, let's go ahead and get into Impact Hard to Kill. We got the results for you for that, and we're going to crown the inaugural 
Wrestle Geddon pay per view picks champion tonight. Oh God! Until <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah, until next week. So until next pay per view. So, <laughs> oh, they did kind of change some stuff up on here um, from what we initially picked. Um, so the kickoff match ended up being the X Division Championship with uh, Trey Miguel taking on Black Tarus. Um, Trey Miguel actually retained. Against Black Tarus. Um, so we had. Where are we on our list here? So pretty much. Carl and I both picked uh, Trey Miguel. Garrett you picked Black Tarus. Um, since Trey Miguel did retain his title. Carl and I both get five points off of that one. Suck it Garrett. <laughs> oh shit. Where is he? I didn't see this one on here either. Yeah, five points. Five points. Who um, you said Kushida won? Yes. Okay. And that wasn't on my which, list either. What which, about um which also uh so you'll be even happier, Chris. Uh Kushida is gonna be on AEW next week. He is wrestling oh, nice. for the TNT championship because you know, you can just come into a company, say you're wrestling a wrestler, and you just get your title match. Hell yeah, it's Kushida. It happened. So. There is some stuff missing on this here, too. Like, I don't have the Death Dolls versus um, Giselle Shaw and. They must Steels have not done that Adam. match. There must have been something. They must so. have pulled it. I, I can tell so. you, I have the whole match card on mine. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so, and I'm missing the Kushida match on here, too. I got you. I can yeah. run through it if you want to just score it. So okay. Kushida Kushida won that match against Angels, Yamura, Delirious, Mike Jackson, and Mike Bailey, which those people aren't the same people. <clears throat> so they completely they changed the match too. Yeah. Because it's supposed <laughs> to be Kushida, Mike Bailey, Alan Angels, the uh, Yuya, Yamura, and Buhinder Gujar and Mike Jackson. Yeah, so Kujar wasn't in it, but right. luckily none of us picked him, so doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you picked Kushida, right? So you won. Yeah, I picked Kushida. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where did the Trey Miguel defeating Black Uh Josh Alexander defeated Bully Ray. Full Metal Mayhem. <laughs> <clears throat> Which I think we all picked Josh Alexander, right? Oh no, no, no! You, Chris, you picked uh, Bully. I picked Bully Ray. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> suck it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Getting our points back. So we're tied now, right? Not all three of us. No, just you I two. Think so. I'm gonna. Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought I thought you got oh never mind. All right, maybe this right. is two. Impact right. World Tag Team Championships. The Motor City Machine Guns retain their titles against the major players, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, Heath and Rhino, and Bullet Club, Ace Austin and Chris Bay. <clears throat> Which, I think, Chris, you're the only one that picked the Motor City Machine Guns, if I remember correctly. Yep. <clears throat> yes, sir. Damn God damn it. <laughs> Um, digital media championship. Joe Hendry defeated Moose. I guess I don't know. 
<laughs> I think me and Chris are the only one. Yeah, me and Chris both picked Train Dream. I'm not even looking at it. But one I know I got right. I know I got this right because I picked her. I know I picked her. That that bitch, that that slam a bitch. She beat Deanna Perrazzo, Taylor Wilde, and Killer Kelly to be number one contender. Damn it. Good so old Masha. Tied in this, right? Good old Masha. You and Chris are tied together? I think so. I don't know. Chris is doing the, the math. But yeah, I'm Chris telling is, everything up. Chris is going to end up winning just because of the last match, so it doesn't matter. Uh, a match we didn't have, Rich Swan versus Steve Macklin. Steve Macklin defeated Rich Swan in a Falls Count Anywhere in Atlanta match. Ooh, Ooh where'd they go? Where'd they go? Georgia down? Nowhere. Brainston? <laughs> probably, probably nowhere. <laughs> the underground? Yeah. Yeah, they went to the underground. Um, Eddie Edwards defeated Jonathan Gresham. Do did we do that one? The Eddie Edwards shot in Crestman? Yeah. Oh, okay. Who did you? Who uh, did you not I don't remember. Uh, Carl picked Eddie Edwards. Ah. Well. Who won? Carl. Who won? Carl. Woo! Chris is gonna win. Oh. Chris is gonna. Chris is gonna win. You. You know why? Because Tyler Chain Mickey, Mickey James won the Knockouts Women's Championship. What the fuck? Title Mickey versus James. career. Mickey James ain't going nowhere until she loses that title. I thought she's retiring. She's retired like three times. Yep. <laughs> and that's that's it. So if uh, I I didn't do the math, but I think Carl uh, Chris won. Yep. Uh, point breakdown. Uh, Garrett, twelve points. Carl, 17, and I came in at 22. Your inaugural Russell Geddon pay-per-view picks champion, Chris the Heat Matthews, and I will gladly defend that championship with pride. Carl, yeah, I'm taking it next week, <laughs> or next week, next pay-per-view. Carl, next I think you cheated. Uh, Royal Rumbles. Royal Rumbles the next pay-per-view. Yeah, and you get 100 yeah. points for getting a Royal Rumble with you, right? No. <laughs> All right, so Royal Rumble, the points breakdown for the Rumble, it's 15 points for predicting the winner. Yeah. And then five bonus points for each predicted surprise entrance. We'll up to so we get we'll get three surprise entrants picked for the rumble. But they gotta be like a real surprise entrance. You can't be like Yeah. Can't, so so the rock doesn't the Usos. No, the Usos. The rock would count. Yeah, someone that's not like a full time WWE or NXT talent. I already got one. I already got one, and I'll say it now. That way, one of you guys can copy me. <laughs> Cody Rhodes. And I can say this because he's not a full time wrestler. My vote is Pat McAfee's going to be in the Rumble. Uh, I don't. I mean, he's not he's not a wrestler. He's an announcer. So, I mean. <clears throat> Could be in the Rumble. He's, he's done with college football. He's done with college football. 
He's coming back in January anyway, I'm pretty sure, if not February. Perfect time. So potentially with the Royal Rumble, you could get 30 points just off the Royal Rumble match itself. Hail to the year. And there's two Rumble matches. Rumble matches, yep. So 60 points for the pay-per-view total. Oh, yeah. I'm winning that all. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, yeah. Uh, Impact itself, like the pay-per-view itself, actually looked pretty decent. Um, didn't, Obviously, we didn't get a chance to watch it because we're recording tonight. Um, but yeah. I'm sure we'll at least go back and check it out this weekend. So, definitely for the full Metal Mayhem match, um, which is basically... Um, impacts TLC match. You have Josh Alexander, Bully Ray. Um, that match alone, from going through the results on here, looks pretty awesome. So, I heard that uh, uh Josh's wife makes an appearance. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. Oh, all right, we'll have to watch that then. Uh, what else we got? Return of Frankie Kazarian announced that he is officially back with uh, Impact Wrestling. Good. So he's no longer under AEW contract. He is uh, full-time with Impact, so that's fantastic. At least uh, Frankie will get used on Impact Wrestling and like his uh, run in AEW. Uh, new director of authority, Santino Morella. Made his debut tonight, and uh, uh, Moose actually won the uh, Digital Media Championship under nefarious terms. And uh, Santino came out and reversed the decision and restarted the matchup. Of course, Joe Hendry picked up the win on that one. So I should get, I should get half the points for getting my half a point. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty awesome. So, well, lots of good stuff on here. And of course, the uh, Mickey James versus Jordan Grace match, I'm sure, is pretty solid one as well, too. I mean, it's it's Mickey James, like the hottest MILF in wrestling. So. He's not the hottest milf in wrestling. Who's the hottest milf in wrestling? Fucking Mickey Lynch. Ah, oh, dude. Mickey James. Or Asuka. I mean, Asuka's got a kid. She's a milf. <laughs> Asuka, dude, KSI like that weird shape ass. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I don't care. I still love Asuka. You can love oh. her you want to. Okay. Love those <laughs> awesome. All right, let's get into some no holds barred for this week. What you guys got for this week? Uh, I got uh, a oh, we pick you want to pick pick make picks? Yeah, let's make fucking picks, dude. Hell to the fucking year. I already made picks once. I don't remember what they were, so they might be different than the actual picks I made. But uh let's do it. We uh Pull the games up so I can remember since I have the worst uh, memory of the, the three of us. You don't have to you don't have to pull them up. Uh it should be Chargers and Jaguars. Um, Jaguars, who you get in that game? I, I actually have Jacksonville. Okay, I got Chargers. Uh we got Seahawks at 49ers. At 49ers. I also have 49ers. Yeah, uh, Miami at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo because Buffalo. Uh, Dolphins are throwing out a third string quarterback. Yep, that's not very good at all. <laughs> uh, Giants at Vikings. 
I actually have the Giants. I actually took the Giants too. I took the Giants on that one. Because the Vikings have their four losses have been against good teams. Uh, and and in prime time they don't get <laughs> yeah they get it game. Yes. Uh, Ravens at Bengals. Uh, Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, because it doesn't look like uh, what you call it's playing. Um, yeah, Lamar Jackson's not Lamar. playing. And yeah. even if he does, it's still iffy. Uh, and then Cowboys at Bucks. Yeah, I get Cowboys. You get the Cowboys. I think I picked the Bucks just because. You want to know why yes. I picked the Bucks? Every year, it's I just like Cowboys. watching the Cowboys lose, just so I can watch yeah. first take and yeah. watch uh, Stephen A. Smith come in with a cowboy hat on, and it is the funniest thing in the entire universe. So I, I I wouldn't mind seeing the Cowboys lose. Just like to see the Cowboys lose, but my one caveat for the Cowboys: if the Bills make it to the Super Super Bowl, I would want it to be either against the Giants or the Cowboys, just for like history. You know what I mean? Like the yeah, last time we seen fair. the Bills in, the the Bills lost to the Cowboys twice. They lost to the Giants and I think the Redskins, right? Yeah, it was the Redskins. It was like yeah. Giants, Redskins. No, it was like Giants, Cowboys, Redskins, Cowboys, I think. Yeah, oh, okay. I think so. <clears throat> I was saying, my brother and I were talking about it, and we were saying that uh, that if Dallas loses, Jerry Jones needs to just come, just run down the sideline and find Mike McCarthy and say, you're fired! You're fucking fired! <laughs> I, I, I don't think I think they would be on deck if they lose. They'd be on deck, Prescott. Oh, I agree. Throwing picks or something. Uh, but yeah, Tom Brady. I could see him like having a Tom played, Brady. Like, game. Always, yeah, like he's played like it's ass always all the year. playoffs. It's always the playoffs. Like, Look, he'll get in the playoffs and fucking Cowboys will be up by like fucking 21 points and everybody's like, oh, it's over, let's turn it off. And then like here he comes with his fucking like three touchdowns in fucking six minutes or something, you know? Yep. I can see that happening. You got anything, uh, Chris? No, hold bar. Uh, no, not really. I I have something oh. for you, but go ahead, Carl. Go ahead. I see they I see they're doing another. Uh, it, I think it's official. Like I'm calling guess who, uh, or guess who's coming to dinner. But you see the uh, Eddie Murphy and uh, uh, what's the Jonah Hill are going to be in a movie together? Where Jonah Hill? Oh is, yeah, the like, uh, was that on uh, Netflix, that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix. Yeah. yeah, I think Neil Long's in it too. Yep. It's like the mall. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that trailer for that this morning. It looked pretty funny. Yeah. Jonah Hill looks old hey. as shit, though. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy, you know, his movies are usually pretty funny. So yeah. Eddie Murphy looks like a freaking vampire. Uh, speaking of that, I was watching, I was scrolling through um, Instagram or TikTok, and I came across... um. Uh, pictures of uh, Selma Hayek or a couple of videos of Selma Hayek on the red carpet for the Golden Globes. This mm-hmm. chick is is straight up a vampire. Like you you can't tell me otherwise. Selma Hayek is a vampire. Spe- speaking of, of vampires, <laughs> what, what do we, what do we think of uh, of Nicolas Cage as uh, 
It's Dracula. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking creepiest fucking thing I've ever seen. I mean, Nicolas Cage is a creepy ass dude to begin with. So I mean, like, it's perfect. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh but that actually wasn't what I was gonna talk about. What I was gonna talk about is uh I'm sure neither of you have played the game. But uh, either one of you seen the stuff for the Last of Us show that premieres on Sunday? Yes. With Pedro Pascal. For that. I am so looking forward to watching that. I need to. Uh, that's one of the games I've been meaning to pick up, and I just haven't gotten to it. So. <clears throat> um. So, like, I mean, solid game. Yeah, I mean, it's basically zombie-ish. But like, the actual what's cool about it is like what makes the zombies i guess zombies is like an actual disease that exists it just doesn't it's not formed the same way as it is in the game but it's an actual disease that does do the same things but uh it's very cool game um so i'm excited to do it basically like hbo was one of the first um to get approached for the walking dead and they shot it down so I think this is like them, like, oh my God, the Walking Dead, the Walking Dead did so well. What else can we ad- adapt to this? So, but they're like pissed at themselves. So let's take the uh, the Last of Us franchise and adapt that into a series. So, but I'm sure it'll be pretty good anyway. HBO does some pretty solid stuff as long as yeah. the uh, the writers are good. Those uh, last few seasons of uh, Game of Thrones and True Blood were pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, let's stray from the source material and go do this. I mean, literally, all they have to do is just stick to the game and they'll be fine. Pretty much. So that actually happens. Um, actually, I do got a couple things before we uh bounce into like wrestler of the week and theme of the week. Uh latest series of the legends, WWE Legends figures is popping up target stores. Um, that, of course, has Shawn Michaels, early Shawn Michaels, um, Ken Shamrock, which is the chase. So he's got green, which is the regular version, blue trunks, which is the chase. Um, AJ Styles from uh, his early w- from his uh, WCW run, um, early TNA run. And the final figure in that set was. Fuck it up. Why am I forgetting the fourth figure? Oh shit! Okay. Hey, what? I can't remember who the hell the fourth one was in there. So <laughs> it's Michael Shamrock, uh, Styles. Shit. Xbox. <laughs> I don't remember the fourth one. It was an Xbox. Bit Finley. Uh, I have to look it up. Uh, definitely wasn't Finley. Son of a bitch. I wish it was D'Lo. <laughs> we only got like one D'Lo figure. Uh, definitely not Papa Shango. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Uh, definitely not that one either. Son of a bitch. Why can't I can't remember. No, it wasn't Brutus. You know, there's somebody like listening to this, like it's fucking this person. Is it Tyson Kid? No. George Animal Stew. Nope. 
Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. No. Funaki. <laughs> it's definitely not Funaki. <laughs> Everybody loves Kung Funaki. <laughs> Scott Taylor, like pretty uh, too cool. No. Uh, Ryan Christopher. No, definitely not. Dingo Warrior. <laughs> That's what it was. Ultimate Dingo. Warrior as the Dingo Warrior. Who oh, in the hell wants that, that shit? Uh, a lot of people it. do, apparently. No. Fucking, nobody wants the goddamn dingo. If you want the dingo warrior, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Did you oh, know what man. Carl does? He He's going to buy that figure just to wipe his ass with it. No, pretty I'm much. not going to buy that figure. It comes with the uh so he's got like the the classic dingo warrior head and he also comes with like a interchangeable like more of like a ultimate warrior style head so have they ever done like an ultimate warrior with like the sweaty paint on his face like you switch it out for a while yes yeah okay the um the first ultimate edition warrior that they did um it was based off one of his uh wcw ring attires they actually mm-hmm. came with, um, I think it was three heads total. One of them actually had the paint, um, like smeared off his face. They actually made a sting like that too. It was a two pack with Triple H. Okay, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So those are out. Um, and the Raw anniversary set is out as well, which comes with the the giant Raw letters R A W, uh, for the entrance stage, and as well as Undertaker. Um, Razor Ramon and X-Pac and a bunch of um, other accessories in there, like a bunch of cash, bag of money, so stuff there. And that's like 65 bucks, so. I think I've seen those at Target. Damn, I don't know why I couldn't remember that. Awesome. There might not be one, two, yeah, three. One, it's one, like a yeah, it's, it's a one, two, three kid. So it's from the, um, the match with, um, I think it's from the match at Scott Hall. Where he put like all that money on the line for you know if the one two three kid could beat him. So the one I seen, um, I, I I could be like remembering it wrong, but I thought it was like one two three kid, Razor Ramon, and maybe the Undertaker. Yeah, it's the Undertaker. It was Undertaker, okay. Razor Ramon, and one two three kid. And like the Razor Ramon had like some cash. Yeah, I forget what and was one two three kid was in the uh, the gear with like all the lightning on it. So, yeah. yeah, pretty yeah, solid set. Huh? Definitely picking that up. Yeah, it's a Target exclusive. Yeah, yeah. close to that. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Dang, maybe like, you should get. Maybe you should make Carl buy it for him for you. That way, you get it cheap. I don't get a discount on it. <laughs> uh, dude, then we put it out that's on that podcast so i can get fired <laughs> the, the funny thing is um i've bought some stuff online and like my discount is still show like i took my discount off the app but it still shows up there when i buy you know stuff through like target.com so and it still now goes through get, on the now website now we're gonna get saved man from the yeah it's just funny so yeah, don't you know Brian uh, Cornell listens to our podcast? 
Yeah. Douchebag. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Uh, Chris's views do not reflect the views of the rest of the podcast. No, they don't. Also, uh, also do not work for Target anymore, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. So. <laughs> oh, but I will be respectful. So it was, a, it was a good company to work for for the you know six seven years I was there. So. At least up until the last couple of years, but ah, uh, anywho, all right. Um, there's something else I was going to touch on. Oh yeah, so the new Legend series is out, but the only ones that have gone on clearance so far was the uh, the Farouk from the previous Legend set. Nothing else has gone on clearance yet. We are the nation of domination. But it's the um, it's APA Farouk or accolades Farouk. Oh, okay, damn. So, so I'm waiting. So I picked that up. I got that for about like ten bucks. I know most of the stores have them down around like under seven. Same thing with the uh, the Target exclusive Sammy Guevara, the TNT series one. That was down. I saw that one in the store this week for like six fifty nine or something like that. So, um, almost bought it, but it's literally the same damn Sammy that they released like with his first figure, like the same damn head sculpt. Oh, so the uh, the Farouk is it Farouk in like the Acolytes or Acolytes Protection Agency the APA? It's it's the uh, Acolyte. So it's the one with the uh, the black tights and the like the paint on their chest. Uh, okay, I got. Yeah, so yeah, so they put out Farouk and Bradshaw on that Legend set, but Farouk is the only one that went on clearance. So I'm waiting for um the Bradshaw to drop. I still need that, that one. Because I was and like, the, I thought like. APA that he was more of like Ron Simmons, but I mean he's still mailing as for I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, they did an APA set years ago. It came with like the door and the table. Like I think yeah. one of them, like Bradshaw came with the door and Farouk came with the table. Or vice like, versa. One of them came with the door, one of them came with the table. They both came with a APA chair. Yeah. It didn't come with a box of playing cards and some poker chips. No, it didn't. Yeah. And you're lucky we got the door. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it was awesome. Gary just wants the cards and the table so he can switch it out for uh, beer money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually have them, um, I think, on my shelf. Um, I didn't put the table up there, but the door's up. So I have APA on the shelf and the door's behind them. It's not room for the table, but it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so definitely wait for that to, to drop on clearance and the uh, the Macho Man Ultimate Edition and WO1 to, and the Jeff Hardy and the Roman Reigns previous Ultimate since the, the Brock Lesnar and the new Ultimate Warrior have started hitting too. Gotta collect Yeah. Unlike an STD, these you can actually collect all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, awesome. All right, let's get into Wrestler of the Week. Carl, is your pick this week? What you got for us? All right. You know me, I've been trying to highlight wrestlers that were really good, but kind of overlooked at times. And uh, my selection for this week is probably one of the better big mans in professional wrestling, and that is the great Bam Bam Bigelow. I would say one of 
better. I'd probably say one of like one of the best big men. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh it uh when I was uh originally uh gonna pick the match for suggested match for everyone to watch. Uh I was gonna go with like, you know, stuff I knew growing up, like the uh ECW uh like test matches or um uh, the oh, King of the Ring match for Bret Hart. Yeah, or the King of the Ring match for Bret Hart. But then something reminded me of a, a story my mom and dad used to tell me that Bam Bam Bigelow uh held me as a baby. And I was like, okay, so I was a baby in 1986, so let me research Bam Bam Bigelow matches in 1986, and I came up with uh, Bam Bam Bigelow versus Jerry King Lawler uh, in Memphis. Uh, what was the date on that? Let me pull up my notes. Uh, September 8th, 1986. Yeah, uh, I watched this match, and it's actually a pretty good match. Uh I forgot exactly what they called the match, but it's kind of like a last man standing match. They called it like a Texas something match. Uh, but uh, it, it's a it's a pretty good match. Uh, you should watch it. Good classic old school uh, wrestling, but you can see Bam Bam kind of moved different for a big man. He he was a, a good good performer. And that's the thing, like, you can see, like, the inspiration in a lot of the bigger guys today, like, especially, like, Bronson Reed, who's gotten a lot of comparisons to Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, yeah. Like, guys like him and, like, even, like, Keith Lee and Powerhouse Hobbs, like, some of these bigger guys. Like, but back in the day, like, that time frame, like, Bam Bam Bigelow, like, nobody that size moved around the ring like he did. Nobody was as agile as him or as quick as he was. Like he he was probably like one of the the he's one of the best big men ever. Yeah, like there's, and there's he looked no he looked like a, a complete badass too. It was like absolutely, yeah. Like you're gonna fuck he with was, someone with that has flames tattooed on their head? Like really? Yeah. Like because because I'm not. <laughs> but from what I hear, you know, everybody you know, says he was a good guy. Like I said, my mom yeah. said he held me as a baby. So, uh. Great, great dude. Awesome. So what Man, you're saying I, I do is that at one time in life, Bam Bam Bigelow held Jesus in his hands? He did. Yep. Baby Jesus. Baby Jesus. I, I do actually have a uh, picture from a uh, meet and greet with the hurricane. Um, he's actually holding baby Zatanna. That's pretty awesome. Next uh, meet and greet I go to uh, that he's there. I'm going to take the picture with me. So, that's pretty cool. That'd be cool. Awesome. Ah, oh, Bam Bam Bigelow. Love Bam Bam. He was one of my favorites as a kid. Like, I know he is a bad guy, but I just, he had that look. Like, yeah. like the flame prints, like the, the ring attire, like the overall look. Like, he was just, he was just great. And just watching him wrestle was amazing. To see like someone that size move around the ring like he did. But. Yeah. Oh, bam, bam. All right. Uh, theme of the week this week, my pick. Uh, following uh, Garrett's footsteps from last week, going some ECW. Um, I know you picked uh, Shane Douglas's uh, theme song. I'm going with Ravens. Um, 
Ravens ECW theme, um, Offspring uh, come out and play. So. Didn't he have another one in ECW before that? Or no, I'm thinking. He might have had one before that, but that's the one I remember. The Offspring. Like the most vividly, yeah, his Offspring. Because I know it was definitely like between his um, WCW and WWE runs when he came back to ECW. Uh-huh. I remember when like when he showed up, like I remember that like blaring throughout the arena as I was watching the the broadcast of it, and he was like yeah. hitting the ring and like hit people with like a snot rag and wrapped around with his fist and stuff, and like that's all I heard was like like, like come out and play, um, just blaring in the arena. It was like when New Jack came out and. You know, Natural Born Killers was playing constantly. <laughs> yeah. Good old Scotty Flamingo. Scotty I think Flamingo. Anti, anti, wasn't that his name? Before yeah. Scotty Flamingo. Scotty Flamingo and who, who was he when like the skater? Because he was part of the uh, the skateboarding tag team. Oh, hell, I can't remember. Probably either. like Alabunga or some shit. Like, no, that's the Ninja Turtle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably like Wipeout or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, awesome. All right. So, well, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out as always. Uh, we really do appreciate it. So, uh, yeah. So that's it. That's all I got. Enjoy the sweet sounds of Ravens ECW theme. On behalf of myself, Chris the Heat Matthews, Garrett G. Money Mun, and the Tennessee Jesus Call Crossland. Thanks for checking out. This is episode 170 of the Wrestle Getting Podcast. And we will check you all next week. Later, Marks. Yeah, I was going to say something, but it was going to be racist, so I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I would, so I probably would just cut it out anyway. <laughs> <laughs>